Welcome to the Infinite Podcast. Good morning, guys. Episode number eight. It's an early Thursday morning, and we're getting it done. Right before work. Because, uh, well, I have no time to do shit. <laughs> Anymore. What's going on uh, with work? fucking working and like life. 12 hours every day this week at work. Because I've been trying to, we've been trying to like publish papers. Right. So um, we're trying to like get the experiments that we need to publish and stuff like that. So it's been like overtime like every day. Right. So I'm super tired, but it's going to be done. But we're whatever. here. So for those that don't know, Alberto does cancer research. I'm a lab tech at a <coughs> at a lab. <laughs> I'm not going to disclose. Sorry, you could Google it. I don't want to know. You could just Google my name and find out. <laughs> Google my name. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, yeah, so it's just been like hectic this week. but That's a lot, a lot of work. Yeah. I've been working with like radiation and it's like freaks me out every time I do it. I hate it. Yeah. It sucks. The dude I work with, uh, he's been working so much with it that if he gets like close for like one second, his hands get swollen. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> he's like, look, look at my hands. He's Ch- he's Chinese. That was, yeah, that was a terrible so Chinese accent. <laughs> <laughs> look at my hands. You have to say what he was. <laughs> <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> look at my hands. I have radiation. Now. I am Chinese. <laughs> look at my radiation. <laughs> he's really African. <laughs> yeah, uh, so he's 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 fucked up his hands. So. Yeah, when I remember when I was working there, I had to pick up anything from the radiation, um, whatever the fuck they pick it up from the where they mail. Yeah, they mail the isotopes, um, and you had to go down and go through like three doors mm-hmm. and go into isolated. It's like in place. a basement, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and pick up this these radi this radiated shit. Mm-hmm. And I would always feel like I'm just holding a bomb. Like, oh, fuck, what's going no, on I, here? I, I just pick it up and go to Subway's and get a sandwich. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> I have, like, radiation carrying and ordering a sandwich in Subway's. No. no. <laughs> and then, uh, when I was working there, um, the one of the uh, people in the lab was pregnant. So it was, like, a big deal. Like, she couldn't go near any of the... You know, we had a designator. Yeah, like a, a room. refrigerator for oh, the yeah. yeah for the isotope, and like we had to keep her away for it so her baby didn't come out with three arms or whatever. Yeah, but I had to carry that shit around and like you know do the wipe tests on the lab and whatever, make sure everything wasn't uh, contaminated with radiation. Yeah, it's a scary thing because it's only scary because you can't see it so you can't really measure it yeah unless you have like a, a device to measure it yeah but you, you don't really know. you don't feel it either until it's too late right so. yeah if you feel it that means that you need help yeah yeah that means the damage accumulated so much that you're getting fucked up yeah. on a dna level <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah it's scary um yeah you don't you don't uh turn to a superhero you just die no you get <laughs> you probably just get cancer you get cancer yeah. you get cancer doing cancer research it's, it's the it's irony like ironic yeah well, at least you'll know how to treat yourself I guess <laughs> you can tell the doctors what medicine you want <laughs> free chemo what's, what's up with you what have you been doing um just grinding like crazy grinding this entrepreneurship grinding (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah um i've been growing my social media it's growing every day slowly but surely um venturing into other things you're, i started you're on twitter now right yeah i'm on twitter how's that going uh, it's okay. I still don't know how it works, really. So. Just gotta write statuses, right? Yeah, just like Facebook. I'm pictures. like, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. This is just for me to talk shit yeah. on, I guess, or people to talk shit. Yeah, it's literally a shit talking app. Yeah. I, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't know. <laughs> the The most attention I got on Twitter so far was I just wrote something about the Triple G Canelo fight, and it got a bunch of retweets and likes and stuff. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, you just have to say, like, whatever, your opinion on something. Mm -hmm. And if people like it or disagree, then they retweet it. They'll retweet it, yeah. yeah. And, you, and as long as you put the right hashtags. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's okay. Um, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's my name, Kevin Muniz1, number one at the end, because mm -hmm. I'm not verified yet. I'm not famous. So I had to put the one on the end. Um, There's another Kevin Muniz. I, I guess so. I don't know. That's that's what they gave me. I couldn't just put use my name. So, uh -huh. uh, yeah, I think there's like three or others in the world or in America. Because every time I use any Facebook or uh, social media app or something, or Google or whatever, there's like three others. Really? Yeah. If I, if I well, eat. one one's my dad. So oh yeah. yeah Kevin Senior, and then like. Three others are, uh, I don't know, like one's a young kid, and <laughs> like I always see the same faces. And I'm just like, fuck, fuck you, this is my name. <laughs> just like, go fuck them up. So for those that don't know, I spell my name with two e's: K E V E N M U N I Z. Um, yeah, for those of you that don't know, even family that still spell my name wrong all the time. <laughs> that shit drives well, me like crazy. Christmas cards and shit. They'll, yeah, they'll write me on Facebook like, hey, Kevin, and they spell my name wrong. I'm like, we're on Facebook where you could literally see <laughs> how my name is spelled, and yeah. you still do K-E-V-I-N. That's fine. Or the worst is when people call me Kelvin, Why like Mad Dominican. Name? Like, bro, my name's not Kelvin. There's no L Kelvin. In there. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's just like a Spanish accent thing. Like, yeah, yeah, Gale? yeah. Like Gale? if you meet it, meet them for the first time and they're mad hick, mm -hmm. you're like, my name's Kevin. They're like, Kelvin, no, Kevin. <laughs> like, I just know why are you adding shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just Kevin. So I've been doing that. I've been doing um, Mixer. So Mixer's cool. Um, I'm starting to grow a little following on there too. I have like fucking I don't know like twelve followers. Um, like two people I know and the rest I don't know. Um, it's really interesting and it's really a cool tool as far as come like uh, coming out of your shell mm -hmm. because so Mixer is a uh, video game streaming app that's made by Microsoft uh, and it's made to compete with Twitch and like all, all this other stuff. Um. It's very interactive. Um, you can do a lot on it. It's like social media on steroids. Mm -hmm. um, you can you you can do a lot. So people watch you play video games. You can co-stream with people, meaning you could have multiple people on your channel. You, you could watch multiple people stream at the same time on one screen on your TV or phone or laptop. 
That's crazy. So it's one of the only ones that do that right now. And um, so you could start a party. Uh, everybody can stream. And then you hit co- invite to co-stream. Mm-hmm. And then so they won't have to go individually to each person. If, if they like all of you, they won't have to go to me or my friend or this or that. Uh, all our, it'll be just like f- split into four or split into two or however many people you have. So and they can watch four you. people on screen. Yeah, yeah. That's so you could insane. get the t- everybody's take, you know, on your mm-hmm. team at the same time, and it's it's like a cooler experience. Um, so I've been doing that, and it's good so far. I'm streaming Red Dead Redemption because the second one's going to come out. Um, streaming Fortnite, obviously, because everybody plays that game um mm-hmm. and it's pretty fun it's okay i'm not that great at it uh i stream fight night and i stream when it comes out i'm gonna stream black ops 4 um so that that's been fun it forces you to interact because you have to have a certain number of followers and to gain followers, you kind of have to interact with other streamers. You have to have a certain amount of followers for your channel to stay up or something? No, no, no. So if you want to be a pro, you want to be oh. a partner mm-hmm. of Mixer, meaning sponsor, meaning you get some of the revenue, you get some money. You have to have a certain number of followers. You have to have a certain number of hours streamed every month. Um, you have to have like at least 50 views uh, per stream, every stream. Um, so the only way to do that is to be social with other streamers because mm-hmm. you have to kind of go on other people's stream and talk to them. Um, you gotta ask people if you can play with them, like mm-hmm. shit like that. Uh, so you could co-stream with them. So, so w- when you co-stream with people, you just get one big chat box. Mm-hmm. So everyone's followers are chatting in the same chat box so even if we're co-streaming it won't just be my followers talking to me it'll be everyone else's as well that's cool because you get you get uh, views from other right exactly you get views from from their followers their subscribers and um then almost automatically they're going to follow you Mm because whatever especially if you guys are entertaining or you're good yeah or having fun whatever and to do this you don't need to be a good gamer like you don't need to be a a competitor or anything like that social and entertaining yeah you just have to yeah you just have to offer something to the audience um so you could have one person in the group that's really good and or two and the rest could you know be whatever average Mm -hmm. but as long as it's um fun to watch for people or or to listen to then it's fine you'll gain followers you'll you'll gain all these things um so that's growing little by little and that's a grind too because you have to do it every day. Yeah. And if you're not streaming, you have to at least like practice the games you play every day. Yeah. And for me, it's hard because my attention span is much lower now than it used to be when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Where I would just sit there and play for hours. Yeah, like, not move. <laughs> yeah, not move and like not eat yeah. or, or just eat in, a, in my chair. Yeah, I would forget to eat. That's how, yeah. that's how hard I would play. <laughs> and just hold my pee, use the bathroom yeah. like in three hours. But um, it, it's yeah. Now it's hard because once I get towards like once one hour hits, then I start counting the minutes. I'm like, okay, I don't really want to play anymore. You know, like, yeah. but I gotta do at least two hours. You know, 
Um, so it's a little bit harder now, but um, it's fun. But I think just there's no games right now that really uh, spark my interest as far as um, entertainment goes. I don't know. I hope Black Ops 4 is good. Yeah. Uh, it looks good. I watched some people stream the beta. Have so. you been playing Modern Warfare? <laughs> the... Oh no, no, I didn't download it. You should play that. Yeah, <laughs> that's water. Yeah, it just it'll be. It's fun because it's nostalgic, yeah. you know. Because that's Modern Warfare Two came out around the time we were playing a lot. Same thing if they re-released like Halo Reach or something, or Halo Halo Three. Mm-hmm. It would be the same thing. I would play that game. We should just stream uh, Gears. We haven't even passed that yet. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Um, I'm insane. I'm about to find... I need to find an Xbox for my room. Yeah, I want to do this. We need to hook, uh, need to hook our apartment up so like a... Like Tony Stark it up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, we mad need... TVs, mad Xboxes, mad... Yeah, everything. Stations. Computer station, like... podcast station. <laughs> yeah. YouTube station, just fucking everything. This social media headquarters. <laughs> um, That'll be pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot of work though. Yeah, a lot of money. Uh, uh, personal training, but it'll happen. Uh oh, so personal training is good. I'm getting so with the growth of my social media and me beating beating my uh, training over the head of my current followers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been getting new inquiries every week. Like people so, you don't know? or Like people like people are being referred to me a lot now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had someone that renewed with me on Sunday, and then, you know, now they want to bring their friend. Um, I had someone yesterday on Snapchat, you know, refer their friend to me. Um, I, so, so, I mean, same thing, everything's slowly, but surely Mm -hmm. getting bigger. Mm -hmm. Now I have, um, like at least seven or eight clients. Mm -hmm. I want to get to like 15. I want to get to, if I get to between 15 and 20 clients, Mm -hmm. I'll be busy as fuck, but, um, I'll be straight as far as like money goes and I'll be able to focus on other, other things. You know, Mm -hmm. I I won't have to worry about that. Training's easy. That's, that's once I get the clients, training's the easiest part for me. Mm -hmm. For other people, it may be the opposite. Like it may be, they may be better at advertising or promoting themselves and getting clients and then, but they're shitty trainers. Yeah. So, for me, I'm learning more how to how to gain clients, how to use social media, how to uh, market and promote myself, and like play this game. And uh, but once I once I get people, I, I don't think it's a problem. Keeping them is not a problem for me um, because I'm a good trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know how to talk to people. I know the psychology behind you know what's going on. Because training's not just physical, it's mental, you know. Most of these people have some sort of insecurity or, or they just want to feel good, good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a tip for anyone that if you if you train people, I said this before, a lot of the time 
they just want to have a good time and they just want to feel good about themselves it's not really about the results you know not everyone yeah. cares about gains not everyone cares about getting a six pack even though they might say yeah it's not all about being like a drill sergeant like right like do this or you're a pussy and shit <laughs> like cause there's, tra- there's trainers like that that is like sort of bad mouth yeah, if yeah. you don't do whatever they say <laughs> yeah yeah it's weird I don't get that but it's for two reasons one is probably they just they really want their clients to get results quick mm-hmm. and two is that they they do that to themselves so they train hard themselves so they think they have to do that to their clients mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily uh, the right thing to do yeah. it's almost never the right thing to do yeah, I mean, yeah but I don't realize do like, communication is like important too right? yeah but yeah, so so training's been good. Um, same thing. I'm I'm happy with the growth that I have. Um, I, for, fortunately, I have the ability to recognize baby steps um, and count them as wins. Uh, that's a that's a problem that people have. They they're always looking for the big win, yeah. and they're not giving themselves credit for the small wins. Mm-hmm. And I kind of know that all the small wins add up, yeah. and um, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? So everything's growing slowly. I know eventually it'll. It, there's always spikes, you know. There's always spikes when you're like very popular, and a lot of people are going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of downtime too, where like you run out of ideas, and nothing's going on, and it might seem a little bit slow. Uh, but I think if I could minimize that downtime and keep growing slowly and have those spikes, mm-hmm. um, then I'll be fine. Yeah. So, I mean, what what else am I doing? Um, personal training, mixer, um, some other business thing. Oh, so we did it. We did a, a networking event recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't talked about that yet. So, so I had this idea to um i had this idea to bring uh, people like ourselves together uh entrepreneurs together people that uh from different professions so we had a rapper there we had guys that just started a rock band there we had a party planner we had three different podcasts including ours there um you know, uh, and performer, comedian, right? Yeah, we had a comedian there, and uh, we we more were invited. Not everyone showed up. Shout out it, to everyone that came. Yeah, thank you, thank for you. And it turned out to be uh, great. Yeah, right? I it, think was it was very nice. Good. Yeah, it was very yeah. nice. The setup was nice. Um, uh, the person who was a party planner, she organized everything mm-hmm. in terms of uh, how to set up the room and the. The decorations, the all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The decorations, nice. the color, the theme, mm-hmm. the pictures mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, yeah. yeah, she helped out a lot. Um, and a few. If, so we have some pictures on Instagram. If you're interested in any of these people that I'm going to talk about uh, or that we just spoke about, you can let us know. You can message us and we can refer you to them. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, it was good. Um, for me, like I said, it was it was uh, more of a learning experience. 
it was a learning experience for everyone and it was I, I so I did this for myself and I did this for everybody as well and I said this at the table um, it was for me to it was for me to gain some sort of knowledge or some sort of ideas or inspiration or something uh, more than I already have and but also it was for me to give out information as well and provoke thought and, and raise questions. Mm-hmm. And I think that everybody hopefully learned something. And as far as the event goes, I want to do another one and I already have ideas about how to change it or, or structure it differently. Um, so that was just the first one. And that, so that was just basically a test run to see how it would go. Mm-hmm. Who would show up? What would we talk about? You know, what's the vibe? Blah blah blah. What do we need to add? What do we need to take away? Mm-hmm. What do we need to car- compartmentalize? Um, stuff like that. So, so it was good. I think in that regard, it was a success. I learned a lot uh, personally, and I think it was. Uh, I, I think it was good. Um, we had everyone talk, give their input. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about social media. We talked about uh, what motivates us. We talked about you know, uh, things that we have in common as far as struggle goes or, you know, whatever, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I also did it so people can work on communication as well. Mm -hmm. So not enough people that, that do this sort of thing are able to communicate. And I'm, I'm not great at it either, but I think I'm a little bit a step ahead of, of most. And, um, I, I, what I did it for practice, you know, I did it for practice for you, for, for our roommate and for the rest of the people that kind of aren't, don't, aren't great at speaking Mm -hmm. or communicating or sharing. Um, so that, that's what I really wanted to just for people to communicate because I know a lot of people individually that do things that hustle, that have passions, that want to be entrepreneurs, but they, but I just asked myself, why do I, why are we all doing this, but and none of us talking to each other? Mm-hmm. So if I could be some sort of bridge, some sort of conduit, conduit. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we got a new baby pit bull and he's wild. <laughs> <laughs> just fall off the bed. Uh, so, yeah. so I wanted to close the gap and make these connections for these people and get them used to talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting them to realize that we're all much more similar than, than we think we are. Yeah. A big part of like not being able to communicate is that we're like afraid to share our experiences because we we think no one else is experiencing this. So it was, it was good to, it was nice to see that other people have similar struggles like us and made us feel more comfortable in sharing and, uh, sharing our experiences and, being able to hear other people's experiences and learning from that and comparing the two, you know? So it was, it was good. Yeah. A lot of people think they're alone, mm-hmm. you know, or they, or they want to feel alone. Is it, there's a weird thing with people that, um, there's a weird thing with people that I think it's become a popular thing or a mainstream thing to feel like, a mar- like people want to be a martyr people want to be like oh, I'm the loneliest mm-hmm. uh, I do I do this on my own on my own I don't need anyone else 
you know, ev everyone could talk about me. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I just, you know, I work hard. I grind. I don't sleep that much. I don't eat that much. I'm doing this for me, mm -hmm. and my struggles are my own. It doesn't happen to anyone else, and and I'm so alone. And pe people uh, kind of romanticize that idea mm -hmm. and fantasize that idea, when in actuality, you may feel alone. But like you said, we learned that a lot of the people, a lot of people go through the same experiences, whether you know it or not. A lot of the things that you go through are, is a shared experience. I mean, it's highly unlikely that you're the only one going through this thing and no one else in the world is. So it just doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, there's what, like six billion people or something? Like seven point something. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So something. it's just like, especially like in our city, this, it's so diverse and everyone has different problems and issues and lifestyles that someone's definitely going through the same thing you are so and yeah. it, it's funny how like social media is supposed to be able to help with that but it doesn't <laughs> yeah because everybody just posts their best life on social media yeah and so that that's a another tip if if uh something like something that i've been doing is once in a while you share something more real more mm -hmm. realistic something that's bothering you something that Again, so you can connect with people on on, this, on a certain level where they see that you're more like them than they think because everybody has a struggle, everybody has things on their mind, everybody has something they're they're sad about or or whatever. And if you share that, um, you know, you you'll gain more of a following. You'll get, you know, people will connect with you more. Yeah. Everyone thinks that people will like them because they're just trying to act hard. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's just my it's just my journey. It's so hard. Yeah, it's so hard, but I persevere. I'm grinding. Yeah. And when uh, in reality, like you, you'll become way more relatable and likable if you just yeah, if you show that you're human. If you just share, yeah, sure, you you show vulnerab vulnerab vulnerability. Vulnerability. Yeah, and yeah, like it's early. It's early. And yeah, yeah, just like show you are you make mistakes and you have things you have to overcome and the fact that you're working on overcoming it tells a lot about your character too right. so it's important to show that and it, and it's and it shows your followers or your friends or whoever that they can do it too mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't make them feel so um so insecure and and insignificant mm -hmm. i know me personally i like that i hate seeing people who are just showing, just flashing their their best life, like you said, you know, mm -hmm. just showing them having fun and yeah, working out. That's, that's not bad, but they're showing their cars or their whatever. That's not bad, but you, in the club, yeah. And but also don't like only post emo ass shit too. I know yeah, people yeah, like that all the time. Yeah, that's super like, annoying too. Hate it's that like, shit. Come on, man. You're not who you. Who are you uh, <laughs> trying to appeal to here? It's like the pity party. People love to do that nowadays too. Just my life is so hard. I just my I hate it. Uh. I think it's just everyone wants attention, and uh, people go about it in different ways. You know, yeah. some people go extreme one way or the other. Some people are s somewhere in the middle. Yeah, and we know people that like go. There's always those people that go out and post 
videos and it looks like they're having the best time ever but in reality they're it, nothing's going on yeah just for those three seconds yeah it's for that 10 second video there jump on his table and twerk for three seconds yeah and, yeah and then we'll sit here for an hour yeah flash do nothing flash the bottles show show what we're drinking i saw that shit i went to miami i saw that shit show me dancing for five seconds and then i'm gonna sit back down i saw that shit in miami i was like sitting with my girlfriend and and then there was like a group of girls just sitting at a table like five girls whatever and they're just like on their phone mad bored yeah and then one's like oh jump on his table and dance and they yeah. and she danced and everyone's like yeah woo, like filming <laughs> on snapchat and then she got down and they're just like all quiet again <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck it's some fucking yeah. bullshit and then stupid guys like us will see that and be like damn these girls are having fun they're yeah. out <laughs> where the girls at we need to go there yeah and then when we're actually there it's pretty whack yeah this is just like all right yeah you you guys are really not fun yeah i'll stop um yeah it's really not fun i find a lot of the times when i go to a party or when i have a party or like whatever i'm usually the person trying to trying to liven up the party the most mm -hmm. like nobody's trying to dance or socialize or whatever and i'm just like running around to everybody trying to you know get it live but mm -hmm. people are i don't know i don't know what's up with people so don't do that man <clears throat> but Be actually right live your best life if you if you're gonna Oh my god! Be on social Stop media. Stop being on your whatever. phone at parties and social events and just talk to people. Yeah. Oh my god! I went to. It bothered me so much that I, I was playing flip cup with uh, our friend. And you didn't go. You All went. Right, you went back home that day. Okay. Um. And then he was on my team, and yeah. he was starting. And then he was like recording. He was like, wait, wait, I have to record this first before I, I drink my first sip. And then he couldn't flip the cup because he was busy recording on his phone. I'm like, he was Stop. recording him flipping? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I was like, get off the phone. <laughs> We're going to lose. <laughs> Can't do that the same way. Oh, my God. It was so annoying. Just enjoy the moment, you know? Yeah. I'm all for posting shit, whatever, but just chill with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if if you want to live your best, like actually do it, actually live your best life, you know. Yeah. Because I I know when you're lying, right? So I'm always watching you. <laughs> <laughs> not fooling everybody. Anybody. You're not. Yeah, you're really not fooling anybody, especially the people closest to you, and the people closest to you are embarrassed. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't go out with you anymore. Stop it. That's why I hit you up. because. Nah. <laughs> It's offensive too, and it's annoying when you're when you're really trying to live your best life. When you're really a person that's really trying hard to improve themselves yeah. and elevate and have fun, and you know you're working hard, but you you, you know you're playing hard too. Mm -hmm. And you see people that just they're, they're pretending both. They're pretending to work hard and they're pretending to have fun. Yeah. So it's like, what what are you really? What are you it's doing so really? Weird. It's so weird. <laughs> it's like they don't want to do that for themselves, but they want to do it for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's strange. You get or people go to work and they pretend to work hard for their bosses or whatever just to keep the paycheck going or or they'll people post on social media about work like oh, mm -hmm. we're grinding, you know, we out here getting this money. Yeah. It's like are you really though? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. And then every weekend you're posting out here, you know, popping bottles and dancing yeah. and having fun and whatever. It's like if you're anybody that works nine to five and then you go out on the weekends and you, and you post about it, 
I I I don't respect you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I know. I know. I know your life sucks. I know your life sucks because you you work nine to five, and I know your life sucks because you go out every weekend. Yeah. I I feel like people want to have fun and people want to feel some sort of void or like some sort of sadness or loneliness, and that's why they go out every weekend. They waste their paycheck on a whatever. Yeah. I I don't weekend, feel like I have to go out every weekend. Weekend warriors just waiting for like Friday. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to wait for the weekend to to live my, to have fun, to yeah. have a good life, yeah. you know? Yeah. I want to have a good life every day. Yeah. You know, I want to have fun every day. I want to work every day. Uh, I want it to be integrated. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be let me let me suffer mo- mostly mentally working a job that I don't want to do or or uh, you know, whatever. And then once the weekend comes, I'm free to do whatever I want, but but once the weekend comes, that's fake too. Hey, puppy. Yo. <laughs> Pause on the podcast. Puppy's walling out. <laughs> Mad strong. Yo. <laughs> you can't play this. He wants to play guitar here. I should play rock band. There you go. There you go. There you go. Hey. Come here. Oh, we're back. So, so we got a new puppy, and he's crazy. Well, our roommate got a new puppy. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that. So we get, so we got a new puppy. We got a pit bull puppy. He's like eight months, eight weeks. Yeah, six yeah. weeks around there. Yeah, he's like seven weeks or eight weeks. And he's the uh, cutest damn thing I ever fucking seen. <laughs> so he's I love a, puppies. He's half blue nose and half like American pit bull, something like that. Yeah. So he's super cute. But super annoying. If you ever, <laughs> if you ever had a pit, he's biting on my clothes right now. If you ever had a pit bull, you know that they're pretty, um, like wild when they're babies, when they're puppies. Yeah, they like to bite everything. They like to jump around. Uh, yeah, they they like play for like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and they just go back to and sleep, then fall asleep, and then, and then just go back, go do that do over, and over. <laughs> over and again. Yeah, yeah, and he's gonna be super big. And we already have a dog, and he doesn't like him. Yeah, well, so I, our, we, the dog, your dog, he just likes his personal space. Right. So I have a, a mini Schnauzer, and if you have a if you have a Schnauzer, you know that they're pretty indifferent pets. They don't. They're not too excitable. They're mostly just. They they're like they have like a cat attitude where they kind of kind of ignore you and kind of are independent but but also they also they need affection you mm-hmm. know they 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 do want attention he does get jealous of the puppy and things like that and he does like his own space yeah he's like more of a watcher okay. yeah and like a playful dog yeah yeah he's not jumping around he's not he doesn't bite he doesn't lick your face he doesn't do any of that stuff that that's like a stereotypical dog yeah and so this puppy's super playful, so he wants to like interact with with Dante, but Dante fucking hates that shit. Yeah, <laughs> he always just tries to bite him when he gets close. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to, well, I me, mean, I'm trying to, uh, you know, help our roommate because he's never had he's never had a dog, and this is his choice for a first dog. 
and it's it's very it's gonna be very difficult for him because he I don't think he knows how much training goes into goes into uh, pit bulls. Yeah, it always happens. You want a dog because you want a pup because they're cute and it's gonna be great, and you you don't realize the the work right. that goes behind it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was lucky with my dog because when we trained him, first of all, he's a smart dog. Like the breed is smart. And uh, and non- again, he's indifferent and, and kind of neutral, so he's not jumping around crazy. I mean, when he was a puppy, yeah, he was a little bit, you know, like like a baby or like a child. And he mm-hmm. had attention problems, and you got to be on top of them all the time and stuff like that. Uh, but Pitbull is totally different because they'll stay like that. They'll stay, like, erratic and, and random and, and crazy if you let them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's gonna and he's gonna get huge so it's gonna take a lot of work but it's fine i mean whatever if they're great dogs if if you if you can train them the right way they're great dogs yeah. they're super loving they're super loyal mm-hmm. you know they'll they'll always do what you want them to do and and they're good pets to have mm-hmm. but again but they're just a lot of work yeah so whatever if you want to uh Check him out. What he looks like. I have a picture on my Instagram. So, which is Kevin Muniz underscore. Uh, so what else? What else has been going on? Uh, I don't even know. You're prepping for a show, right? Oh yeah. I yes or no? I forgot. Yes. Yeah. I just go through the day. Just I have my routine. I just yeah. try not to think about it too much. Right. I'm just eating. Yeah. The big, the biggest part I haven't. That's another thing I haven't really. I had time to, to, go to, to go to the gym as mm-hmm. much as I want to, mm-hmm. and it's really like stressing me out. Well, you <laughs> should do. You should make sure you're doing at least like when you come home, like ten minutes of resistance bands. Yeah, or when something. I come home, it's like just ten, get a pump. It's ten o'clock, and I want to go to sleep, and I don't like working out before I go to sleep. Right. Because then I can't sleep. I already can't sleep. But um, but the most thing I, I've been trying to focus on is my diet, which wow. has been helping a lot. So. Even though I haven't been training, I've been trying to keep my protein at the level I need to be. It needs to be, mm-hmm. and keeping my calories where it needs to be, right. which is at a deficit. Well, so, if you're not if you're not training uh, super hard, the 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 most important thing is to remember is that not the most important. One thing to remember is that um, protein intake is not you're not going to lose any muscle. Mm-hmm. So unless you're at a crazy deficit or um, you're at a crazy deficit or, or you're training super hard and at a deficit, that's when you're in danger of like losing some muscle, mm-hmm. you know? So, but yeah, keeping up your protein at a deficit is important. But yeah, yeah. I, th- I think if you can't train, just make sure you do some shit. I don't know, at home, yeah. a and body weight workout. And I'm going to California Friday. Yeah. So, I, f- I found out there's a LA, there's a 24 hour fitness yep. right by the hotel, so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go there <laughs> like every yeah, day. Yeah, I'm gonna go in the morning. I'm gonna run there in the morning, and then just try to get a workout in right before we do. Me and my girlfriend do stuff, whatever. Yeah, and we're planning to go hiking and stuff. So, right, I'm planning to <laughs> I'm planning to use that as like my cardio and stuff. It's just trying to find time to to get my workouts in so yeah you have to do it man even so. if you're on vacation like you have a show coming up you, you like have to do it yeah. you know Open but I, feel, I, feel Open. Conf- I feel uh confident um 
about how I look. I'm, I'm uh, what am I like six weeks out, and I look okay for six weeks out compared to like where I look, where I looked before, and uh, it's just a matter of losing some little more weight, uh, maybe uh, maybe like ten pounds more. I don't know. Uh, I haven't weighed myself, so I don't know. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just a matter of just keeping my diet on point, really, mm-hmm. and try not to go overboard on the weekends, which I usually do, but but not really. When, when is it? You know, Next month? It's November. November? Yeah. November, yeah. like, 10th, 11th, around there. Okay. So I have a few weeks to go. But um, what I've been also doing is fasting on Mondays, fasting mm-hmm. 24 hours on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I we usually like dr- have drinks on weekends, mm-hmm. not too crazy, but you know carbs I don't need, mm-hmm. and you know I usually uh, I'm flexible on the weekends. I don't track really, mm-hmm. just to, just to enjoy the weekend. And usually we have events we go to, social events, or right. we go out, whatever. So I don't want to like track. I can't track that. So, but. I do that on weekends and then Mondays I fast and I feel a lot better on Tuesday because mm. usually on Monday I'm just dead because of all the shit I've ate, I ate and then I don't sleep on weekends because we're doing stuff, whatever. So Monday I feel sharper because I'm not eating, I'm fasting and I have to really be sharp at work because I have to focus and do all types of shit. Right. So I find that's like one thing I've been doing. It's been benefiting me really. Yeah. Well, I, I think now's the time to really hone in on your <clears throat> diet. Yeah. You know, don't end up like some people that, you know, they do, if it fits your macros until whatever, until it's too late. And then, you know, you're not really looking uh, as uh, defined as you could be. Yeah. My main focus is just working on like my abs, Mm -hmm. really. That was like my weak point last year. And I, the guy who came in first after me is, his abs were like on point. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like the main thing I need to work on. Well, and continue to work on everything as a whole yeah, as well. Yeah, of course. Right? I'm not just going to go in the gym and do abs. <laughs> Leave. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. But, yeah, just a matter of finding time. Right. Just a matter of, like, if, if that's another thing. If nothing goes to plan and, you know, that's what usually happens. Like, I have a schedule. I want to go to work and leave at this certain time and then go to the gym or wake up early and go mm-hmm. to the gym. And sometimes that doesn't work out because well, something happens. So you I just have to adapt and change and and just keep going, you know. Don't be discouraged. Yeah, so, that's life, man. Yeah. That's life. You ha- you it, you work is work and you you have goals outside of that and no one else is in control of that or going to understand that. So work, your girlfriend, your friends, whoever. None of that none when you have a a goal like a competition none of that matters yeah. like you you have to just do it no matter what because i'm sure this time you'd you'd want first place right yeah. last time you played second which is good f- for your first show mm-hmm. um yeah i'm planning to do two shows so i want to get first in both <laughs> yeah and, so you, you you're not gonna no one's gonna give it to you yeah. and no you know there's no amount of work that you could do in the lab that's going to get you ready for a show yeah there's no amount of like hugs and kisses from your girlfriend that's going to get you first place in the show Mm -hmm. or support from your friends that's going to get you in the show you're going to get yourself in the show Mm -hmm. you know uh first place in the show 
same same thing with me when it, whatever I compete in like I know sometimes sometimes when my girlfriend gets mad at me because I don't spend enough time with her or whatever but it's because I'm busy trying to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. I'm busy trying to be my own boss and and you know still do my competitions you know whatever it is and uh so sometimes she gets mad at me but I'm like look at the end of the day spending time with you doesn't make me money so (laughs) you know it's something I told her and she's like I know you know the good thing is that I have an understanding girlfriend Mm -hmm. and uh before I didn't so it would be a big ass fight and it would be like yeah just stress you don't need yeah just more stress that I don't need like oh Mm -hmm. now I have to fix my relationship yeah yeah. but you know I have um lucky I have a girlfriend now that could be like look spending time with you doesn't make put money in my bank Mm -hmm. and spending time with you doesn't make me a better fighter Mm -hmm. so um I'm sorry. Like I, I know you want to be first in line, but in reality, you're not. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it should always be. You know, you should be first in line yourself. Mm-hmm. You should be. Uh, my my wrestling coach used to tell me this. He's he used to tell me, um, people, especially women, want to be like the sun in your in your galaxy or in your universe, whatever mm-hmm. in your solar system. Mm-hmm. Sorry early they, they want to be the sun in your solar system when you have to be the sun in your solar system like it, everything has to revolve around you mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you have to be the most important thing to yourself and um it's it's unfortunate but the solar system doesn't exist without those things revolving right like everything would fall apart and nothing you know if our solar system fell apart we'd all die mm-hmm. the, you know earth wouldn't be a thing so it's important to have those components. It's important to have those planets and moons and w- whatever revolving around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you're in the center. Right. And uh, so I, some people get it backwards. Some people pretend like if they don't have a girlfriend, it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. If they don't have a lot of friends, it's the end of the world. And they lose focus on whatever it is that they're passionate about or whatever it is that they want to be doing. And it, sh- it ends up being a big distraction to who they who they could be or mm-hmm. what they can achieve. So yeah, we know plenty of people like that that are obsessed with being in a relationship or, you know, yeah. and I see it all the time with women. It makes me really sad, especially with family. When there's women that all they want to do is be a good girlfriend or a good wife or whatever. And they're, they're always chasing after guys they end up getting with the same kind of guys and it never works out. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of women become insecure about that. Like, Oh, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Or so there's something that I'm doing that I'm not a good girlfriend. I'm not good enough for a good man or something like that. It is a whole psychology behind that. But what I mean is if more women like, and more people in general put more value into themselves yeah put more people. value yeah. into themselves first mm-hmm. if they were the center of their their uh solar system they they wouldn't have that issue yeah. they they would be able to let go of people easier right. they would be able to to deter they would be able to block out those those negative people that have been causing them the same problems in the in the past mm-hmm. or try to cram- compromise with the other person right yeah like have 
uh, have the uh, confidence to go up to that person and be like, hey, I, I want this and you want this. Let's talk about it. Right. And communicate and see what we could do. Right. Instead of just accepting someone's telling you what to do, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, compromise is like a big word that I that I use all the time. And that's what I'm trying to work on with my, my girlfriend. Right. Luckily, she's also understanding and and uh, like it's for all for compromise. So I'm lucky in that in that aspect, too. So I'm but I'm trying to work on trying to uh, balance time with her and balance mm-hmm. time with work and mm-hmm. you know fitness and stuff. So. Right. So it's just a matter of just talking and communicating yeah. and understanding yeah. compromise and understanding. The the problem that I had in the past with 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 girls is that they, there was no compromise. It was more so I, I would be more understanding and willing to make a change and spend more time and do this or that and and worry about their goals and help them with their goals. Mm-hmm. But the opposite wasn't true. It mm-hmm. wasn't reciprocated. Um, and then. Resentment happens when they feel like your goals are more important than theirs Mm -hmm. or your goals are bigger and grander and uh, more reward and and prestigious than theirs. Mm -hmm. So there becomes like an insecurity where they end up hating you for, you know, they go, who do you think you are for having these goals or thinking that you can do this and whatever. Mm -hmm. The problem that I had specifically was that before my ex would like have these very regular goals, mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to have a family, I want to have a house, and I want to have money. And I'm like, well, duh, like that's just like normal life to me. I don't know. Yeah. How you a gonna, house, how you family, money, that's cool. What's what's in between though? Yeah, what's between and what's after? Yeah. And what else do you want? Right. You know, yeah. you just you're just saying. Like you're just I just want to be a very safe and happy, conservative life. Well, they think, well, she thought she was going to be happy if she got the house. That's what, that's her thing of that's her view of happiness, or children, whatever, and kids and family, right. whatever. So, right. And then I go, duh. But I also want this and this and that. Mm-hmm. You know, I want bigger things. Yeah. And so because my things were bigger. In, in air quotations that that it, it, I never said like mine are more important or bigger, mm-hmm. but I behave that way because you have to behave that way. If you want these things to become a reality, you have to behave in a way that your, your, your goals are the most important thing to you. They, they just have to be, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you don't have kids, especially if you don't have like very big responsibilities and you have the time to, work on yourself and and push towards something better Mm -hmm. it should be why should anything else be the most important thing to you you know you're i I don't know that's just my opinion i think your your own happiness and your own fulfillment is the most important thing Mm -hmm. that that's what i think and that's what i've experienced because i don't it sounds stupid and selfish but i don't get the there's some people that are like this, but I'm not. I don't get the greatest feel feeling of fulfillment by helping you achieve your goal. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you 
let's say I help you prep for a bodybuilding competition mm-hmm. and you win. Yeah, I'm going to feel great about that because I helped you. You won. Like, you know, we shared that process. Mm-hmm. So I do share some of the, the reward and some of the achievement and a feeling of fulfillment. But if I entered the bodybuilding competition myself in one first place, mm-hmm. that's totally different. Yeah. Because I've experienced something firsthand. I've, you know, I've worked hard. I've, you know, I've been through the struggle and then I came out on top. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all, it's all, it's all for me, mm-hmm. you know. And it sounds selfish and, and silly, but that's, I feel like that's, that's normal. Yeah. That's, that's the way it should be. It's okay to be selfish sometimes you know mm-hmm. it's it's not okay to let it you know take over your whole life where yeah. you know i mean i can't it, sit down and watch tv with you because i'm fucking i'm i gotta work on training or think about training or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know there's some people that that let things get a little ridiculous yeah, yeah. out of hand like too much but yeah i agree i agree it, like your goal should be you should come first and you shouldn't be living anyone else's life but yours Right. Yeah. I think w- once I, I think it's nature. I, I think I, I think it's nature and I think it's 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 religion. It, it's like, f- first of all, just let me be me. Mm-hmm. Right. Naturally. That's that's nature. Mm-hmm. And me but speaking personally, me is a is a man who's probably mostly testosterone driven Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i like to work out i like to fight i like to fuck and i like to eat you know Mm -hmm. and i go how can i (laughs) how can i make these things happen all the time for me yeah how can i fuck all the time all right get get a girlfriend sorry how can i eat all the time (laughs) Well, this is fucking America. You can eat all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not impossible. How can I train all the time? Easy. Go train. Mm-hmm. How can I fight? F- fucking easy. Enter a competition. Yeah. That, but that's basic, right? That's me on a basic level. And if you know me and, or if you listen to our podcast, you know that I'm more intellectual than that. Or there's more to me than that. But, but on a basic level, as a man, mm-hmm. that's what I want to be naturally. Now... It gets weird because to me, it's also like religion mm-hmm. because what is religion? It's like, it's a practice, right? Mm-hmm. It's a practice. So people practice and work on their beliefs, right? They become more devoted, more devout to a belief or to a thing or mm-hmm. whatever. The same thing when you're, Go moving towards a goal when you're moving when you have something that you want to do in your life or you have a passion and you do that thing day to day you think about it day to day and you have the faith that you can achieve that yeah. and you put it into practice every day and and it becomes it becomes like religion it becomes like a mindset like your whole life is centered around this thing and this feeling that you have mm-hmm. and um it, it it's the most important thing to you mm-hmm. and i i say often um again my just my opinion my belief when i'm doing the things that i want to do and i have that feeling of fulfillment 
I feel like I don't want to say I feel like God, but I feel God like, mm-hmm. or I feel God's presence. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but there's a certain feeling of when I'm walking down the street after a, a long day of training or or whatever, and I got I got to do exactly what I wanted to do the entire day, mm-hmm. and you know I get to walk home and I'm I'm like thinking like now I get to go home I get to eat or I get to see my girlfriend or watch a TV show or whatever and I did exactly what I wanted to do the entire day and I got I achieved some sort of goal mm-hmm. or I don't know I had a great sparring day or or whatever I did something today that I didn't think I could do or that I've been trying to do and couldn't but now I push past that there's just like it feels to me like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. I don't think anybody goes to a job and this isn't a knock to anyone that w- works 9 to 5 and has a, a the average job and, and whatever but I don't think it, there's anyone that goes to those jobs and is just like wow this is what I should be doing with my life like mm-hmm. I feel great you know like God put me here or I put myself in this position or whatever you believe I'm here because I'm supposed to be, and this is what I'm, this is my purpose in life. Like, mm-hmm. I was born to be a mailman, mm-hmm. you know, or fucking whatever. Mailman's a good job. I was born to be a McDonald's worker, or I was, whatever, whatever your job is. Mm-hmm. I don't think any, and most people that do these regular jobs day to day, like we said, during the week, mm-hmm. and live for the weekend, get that feeling. Yeah. And and a lot of people are searching for that feeling. That's why a lot of people go to church, yeah. you know. Which is fine, also. Yeah, people have different interests, and they they put different things first, like religion, God, whatever, and and like I, uh, I don't know. I always find it weird when people like um, they're they blame they put everything in they blame God religion. for yeah. stuff when you just blame yourself and feel like you're like you said the center of your solar system mm-hmm. which is pretty much a god right <laughs> like yeah well that's what people used to think right they used yeah. to associate like that the sun the with sun god it was like the almighty and stuff right. so why can't you be the almighty of your life which should right. be <laughs> that's right. how it should be so I th- like, yeah, you, I think you should you can be have in control both. of what you do and the things you do and how you do it and if you do it you shouldn't let no one uh come in the way of the things you want to do or else you'll get a a feeling of regret when you go home that day and feel like shit. Right. So I think that's important to, to, to think about put belief in yourself and yeah. And like accomplish the things you want to do and don't accomplish it for anyone else. Right. And I, I think about things too, like I said, like the things I do is like religion. I think about it too. Like the things that are stopping me mm-hmm. f- from doing the things I want to do, like that's the devil. Yeah. That's what the devil is. This this feeling that I have of fulfillment, the devil, and I'm not speaking literally the devil, or I don't know. Maybe I am. I, I don't know. See, that's, what, that's why I like religion, like philosophy behind it. I don't yeah. like the fact that they uh, pr- uh personify things and um create a face and a name and a definition i don't like that 
I agree. Like, like temptation is the devil, right? That's mm-hmm. the that's they say in the in the Bible. Jesus went to the desert and was tempted like three times by the devil and whatever. Right. So, therefore, the devil is temptation. So uh-huh. it's kind of true. Like in life, if you're not doing what you want to do and you're tempted to do something else, that's not going to be a con- be uh, toward your goal. Yeah. And it's, it's a gonna, distraction. It's going to be an obstacle in your way. The mm-hmm. wall. That's the devil. Right. Right. That that that's how I view right. religion personally. Are I don't you, I don't like to like go to church and shit like that and praise something a statue whatever or mm-hmm. or something that I can't see. So mm-hmm. I'd rather take that a philosophy and use it. Right. You yeah. you, you could still follow the, the religion in your own way. Yeah. And that's what I tell people that bash it a lot. There there are people that just say it's all bullshit. It's all yeah. fuck this whatever. Yeah. I fucking whatever. I'll write my own Bible right now, whatever. Okay, but you but you're being closed-minded when you say that because you can have your own interpretation, and you could you could take it for what it is, and you could read it or hear about it or whatever, and a lot to take away. Come out with your own opinions, you know. no one's saying you have to. I don't even think in the church you have. Well, there are some that are very extreme, but in most churches they don't tell you. I'm pretty sure if you talk to a pastor or whatever, they'll tell you like that there are, are different interpretations and that you can take it how you want it and what they believe and what it says. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're they're. Not, I don't think most are extreme where they're like you know this this is what it is. No, you have any other thoughts about it? It's wrong. Mm-hmm. There are places like that, but it's n- not too much, uh, at least around where we live, I think. So, yeah, I think of it as there's a distraction is the devil or a distraction is evil, right? Let's just give it that word, evil. And I think there is two sides. In my Personally, there's two sides to me. I know because I've done some weird and wild shit that would be considered sins Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i've been super focused and uh locked into my goals and what i should be doing Mm -hmm. and i know the feeling of both you know i know what it's like to be sad i know what it's like to be happy i know what it's like to be um uh what's the word promiscuous mm-hmm. and I know what it's like to be committed mm-hmm. um, I know what it's like to be unproductive and, and procrastinating and I know what it's like to be productive so I think all these antagonists are you could put them as good and evil because the evil ones the procrastination the promiscuity mm-hmm. the um, the sadness like all these things they're not really helping you achieve anything right they're not helping you move towards some some goal Mm -hmm. besides just kind of doing the same things over and over again and not not going anywhere Mm -hmm. it's not really helping you Mm -hmm. so i don't see how any of those things could help you do anything so you you gain you gain more by you know being committed by uh you know not procrastinating working towards something by not eating like shit by, you know, by, by doing the right things, the things that you should be doing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good. I think it's important to, some people will deny that they even have that evil side or that whatever side of them. Um, 
and I, I, I'm all about recognizing who you are mm-hmm. and embracing it. Sometimes that evil side of you can come out, and sometimes it's fun. Um, but just acknowledging that you have all these sides to you, you all these facets and this, this personality that you have, acknowledging that you could be a monster, you could be like a very good person mm-hmm. is important. And, yeah. and I think when you do that, you're able to manipulate it in a way to, to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's an advantage to, to every sort of characteristic in a certain situation, mm-hmm. like being a bad person mentally could be a good thing like for, for, for fighting. So for fighting, there's, there's, there's a learning curve and there's a curve. I, it applies to everything. I don't remember what it's called. Some people probably do, but I remember my Brazilian jujitsu professor a while ago. He, um, he sent me this thing because he noticed that I was getting upset every class because at the time there was this guy that would kick my ass every time is this like stocky ass Mexican guy who was like a construction worker mm-hmm. he's just strong as fuck like Probably he would just grab you arms. and like never let you go yeah. <laughs> I was like holy fuck and he was older than me so he had like grown man strength yeah so he noticed that uh, every class I was getting more frustrated and reacting aggressively mm-hmm. So, you know, the the Mexican guy was... So I have, like, a little wrestling background. Like, nothing crazy. But I, I wrestled in high school and a little bit after. And most guys who just start Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu just know Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is just, like, playing guards, being on your back. They know how to maybe do a takedown. Mm-hmm. Um, but not, like, wrestling. So what I would do is I would just go in... And I would be like, fuck this guy. And I would just like double leg take down him or just throw him on his fucking back mm-hmm. and like whatever. Once we were there, he would fuck me up once we were on the floor. Uh, but I would just like that would be my little win, like just taking him down at least. Yeah. So he sent me this thing one day that was like a, a learning curve or or a curve for progress. Mm-hmm. And it was literally a graph, mm-hmm. right, with a curve. And it said... It was like progress, and then it was like um, aggressiveness and passiveness. And it was saying how everyone is different, and you have to find where you are in that graph as far as aggressiveness and and passiveness goes. And if you could find that sweet spot where you live, where where you progress the most and you can stay there, then you can keep going up on the curve. If you go any other way, then you're going to end up going down. Mm -hmm. So... The same thing with with your personality type. If you know, so, sometimes being aggressive or being that like evil side of you can be productive, but then sometimes being that good person can be productive as well. So always finding a balance. So mm-hmm. that was just a complicated way of me saying that there, <laughs> you should have some sort of uh, balance in your life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. So, questions? Oh no, no sorry. Straight facts. facts. Straight facts. Straight so straight facts, facts segment. Where we bust all over these myths. Where we, <laughs> where we bust on myths. Um, and we bust you with truth. 
We bust on you Wait, with yeah. <laughs> we bust that knowledge all over you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Today's myth is just oh, it's, we had a hard time forming <laughs> this into a question. Uh, but, um, does, does weight? What is it? There's does, a few ways you can say it. Does lowering your weight have a direct correlation with lowering your body fat? Yeah. So does, does the losing number, weight? Does a number on a scale? correspond with the amount of fat uh on your body right, right. so does so. losing weight mean you're losing fat does gaining weight mean you're gaining fat and everything in between right the answer is no no so this this is a thank myth you for listening because <laughs> bye <laughs> thank you catch us next time so the, the um the thing is so it works both ways I, I have a lot of male and female clients and usually the male clients they say they want to gain weight because they want to be buff or they want to yeah. look buff yeah so people Get or or ass. they have women i have women that want to lose weight because they want to be skinny or they want to look skinny mm -hmm. so that those are two common stereotypes and two common themes when it comes to trainees mm -hmm. and clients guys want to be big and shredded girls want to be skinny and shredded or all, you know half shredded whatever they want to be toned, toned whatever <laughs> that means so the thing that they're confusing they're confusing weight with body composition mm -hmm. so body composition is literally what your body is composed of it's what it's made of mm -hmm. How much fat and how much muscle do you have on your body? And then the rest is just organs and whatever. So, l yes, sometimes lowering your weight will reduce your body fat, but only for a short amount of time, probably just initially when you're starting to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And then your body is good at adapting. It will adapt if you're not giving it the right s stimulus, mm -hmm. the right, you know, the right work. It won't lose body fat. You'll lose weight in other ways. Most likely, you'll lose some muscle if you're just at a deficit yeah. and, and just making sure your calories are low so you can get the number on the scale down. And you'll end up being skinny fat. Yeah. So I see it all the time. People that do the same sort of routines all the time and you know they just are at a deficit. And they get skinny, but they're not really shredded. They're not really defined. They, yeah. they just kind of... They 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 still holding fat, but they're you know they may have lost ten pounds. Yeah. So now they just look skinny, and and, skinny uh, and weak. you know they still have love handles. Yeah. They still have all this stuff. Yeah. And yeah, and they're they're probably weaker. Yeah. But they're happy because the number and scale is going down. Right. So they they think they're doing something. Yeah. They think they're only losing fat. They're le getting lean and losing fat. But what is the number on the scale consist of? Like in terms of the things that are is in your body. Like right. it's Water. an overall overall accumulation of everything like water right. like you said water water uh, muscle fat, your organs, organs your bones your, bones. your the fat uh underneath your skin the visceral fat which is the organ fat everything so the muscle water i think i said water already but so like if i go run outside and i sweat for like an hour and i, I come back i'm gonna weigh less right. it doesn't mean i lost anything right. i lost fat i lost water so it doesn't mean i'm getting uh, skinnier or healthier or whatever so it's you have to be careful with that and don't don't put all your um all your 
sort of uh, weight value. in terms of weight and on the scale, like literally. Mm-hmm. So, so don't put all your value in that. It's not important. Yeah, that number. You piss and that shit number out is bullshit. Five pounds, you know. Yeah. So it, it's it's important, especially for um, yeah, for people who want to lose weight, they, they just focus on it the most. Yeah. yeah, your weight is literally just a measurement of of how it's like a measurement of your mass being pulled by gravity mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, whatever gravity is, it's just your mass. It's just a way to measure your mass, mm-hmm. right? So. It works the opposite way too. Like guys think that gaining weight and working out will get you like really muscular and shredded. Well, mm-hmm. no. If you eat a ridiculous excess of of calories and you're eating all junk, yeah, you you will gain weight and you will gain some muscle if you train correctly, but. You'll you'll end up being instead of being skinny fat now you're big fat mm-hmm. now you're, you know you're actually fat mm-hmm. um, so there's a way to go about doing that too um, it's okay to I don't think dirty bulking is is terrible I think you have to be moderate you can't you know just be ridiculous every day you know you can't have chips ahoy and and uh, and uh, nachos every day sounds good but you know, once in a while, if you want to do that, whatever, and mm-hmm. you're training hard, but you have to know that your body composition is not going to be what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Our body works best uh, in phases of bulking and cutting. So if you if you really want to optimize getting bigger or getting more muscular, you have to go through a phase where you're going to have more fat on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to be eating more and training harder just to, for your body to, um, to grow. It's just the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. The best way to lower your body fat and lower your weight is to go through a cutting phase. So a certain amount of time where you're, you're eating the right things, you're eating clean, you're at a deficit, but not too low of a deficit that you're losing muscle and, and, you're you're tracking you're tracking your calories you're tracking um, the things you the things you eat your macros um, and and your water intake and your weight there's a there's the right way of doing it you don't have to do all those things I listed but you have to do some of them if you want to do it correctly definitely you have to eat clean um, you have to train hard and you you have to mix up your training you mm-hmm. can't stick with the same training all the time if you're running for a long time. Okay, switch it up. Now let's do sprints. Mm-hmm. If you're doing always heavy lifting, okay, now let's lower the weight and do high reps. Um, if you're, I don't know, mix it up. Make it, even mix up the way you eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're eating five meals a day, okay, let's switch it to um, three meals a day, more spread out. Uh, if you're eating, always eating breakfast, okay, maybe let's fast a little bit and let's not eat till lunchtime. Okay, and maybe we do some sort of cardio in the morning. Um, let's do body weight workouts at home, you know, for 10 minutes or whatever, mm-hmm. or resistance band workouts at home for 10 minutes. Just keeping your body moving and, and keeping your workouts dynamic and keeping... Wh- wh- the way your body changes is through 
adaptation, right? Mm-hmm. It has to adapt. You, you literally put a force on it and your body gets stronger. It adapts by building muscle, mm-hmm. which is like a superpower. It's cool. Yeah. The same thing when you lose weight, your body's going to adapt and it's going to try to hold on to, to fat so you don't starve and die. Yeah. So you ha- always have to change it up constantly to, to uh, burn the fat, to burn the calories and achieve the goal. But the number on the scale has nothing, not nothing, but it doesn't have everything to do with how you look. Mm-hmm. How you look is mo- is 100% related to your body composition. Mm-hmm. So how much fat do you have on your body? How much muscle do you have on your body? Yeah, someone who is like 150 uh, and with the body composition of like a high fat body composition mm-hmm. may look fat, but they lose weight and they and they bulk and they they work hard in the gym and they go back to 150 they're going to look different you yeah. know they're going to look better they might look better and they might be like wait i was 150 like you know like last year and i look fat as fuck but now i'm i'm 150 now but i I'm, i look good and why is that it's because you have less fat and you grew uh, you know a few maybe a few pounds of muscle and you filled out that space where the fat was with muscle so you look better right so it, like if you go to my profile um, on instagram I have a picture of when I was mad fat. I was like two two ten, and I was this fat piece of shit. And but but then I have a a picture like a year later where I was like two two or five or two ten. I forgot around the same weight where I look a lot leaner but a lot more muscular. Right. So it's important. It's important to remember that just because the the, the number on the scale is going down doesn't mean you're you're gonna look better. You know. You might look better at the same way you are. Just got to lose that fat. No. Yeah. And the harder thing to do is focus on body composition, and that's why a lot of people don't do it. Yeah. And also people don't understand it mm-hmm. because they're not educated on it. So if you want to be educated on it, you care about how you look, you want to look good with your shirt off, uh, research body composition and ways to, to change your body composition. Mm-hmm. You know, Don't look don't YouTube, how do I lose weight? You know, right. don't YouTube, how do I gain weight? Body composition. How much fat do you have? How much muscle do you have? Or or you could, you know, go to K-Muniz. Or you could go to K-MunizOFC.com and I'll be <laughs> your online coach and I'll explain to you everything. And uh, I'll be your coach, yeah. okay, if you want to get in shape. That's the, that's the best, the better way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the best Shame, way to do shameless it. Shameless plug. If you want to be optimal, <laughs> so yeah, so stop worrying about that number, guys. Number doesn't mean anything. Yeah, don't mean shit. But also, don't eat like shit. Yeah. So. I was gonna say something and I lost it. Fucking add! I hate this shit. I hate my attention span. All right. So next segment questions. Well. Questions. I think we should end it here because I have to go. Oh, boo. So, sorry, guys. Boo. We'll leave it next. We next have time. lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to run to work. I'm actually, That's all right. Actually, late. No question segment. Uh, so, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. That was episode number eight. Please follow us on Instagram. Follow uh, Infinite Athletics. Follow us on uh, Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, Infinite Athletics. Um, where else are we? Uh, share this with your friends if you like it. Subscribe. Yeah. Um, f- you can find me for online coaching at kmunizofc.com. 
You can find me on Instagram on Kevin Muniz underscore K E V E N M U N I Z underscore. You can find me on Instagram. I never say my Instagram. Berto Videz. Berto. <laughs> yeah, it's Berto Videz. B E R T O V D E Z Z. Even though my name is not spelled with a Z. V D E Z. Yeah. yeah. So you can find me on there. Just looking on my. What else? Guys, follow me. Help me out on Mixer if you like. Um, you're on Twitter also, right? Twitter, yeah, Kevin Muniz one. If you're on Mixer, okay, you could download the app or you could just go to mixer.com and and watch my stream. Uh, my name's New York Wolf one six three N Y Wolf one six three. Yeah, help me help me build the Mixer. Help me build the stream. You could chat with me, watch me play, whatever. Follow me and uh, and we'll be social. We'll talk. Yeah. You could ask me fitness stuff. You can just talk to me about video games or whatever you want while I play. All right, guys. Thank you, Thank for, you listening. for listening. Thank you for being fans and loving us, and we love you back. Thank you. Peace. Bye.